Sholem Aleichem. I'm Lisa Newman, and today I'm visiting with former Vermont governor and ambassador to Switzerland, Madeline Kunin. We're here to talk about the Lost Shoal Mural Project, which she is working on to help build awareness and support for this important project. In 1910, the interior of the Chayadam Synagogue in Burlington, Vermont, was richly painted from ceiling to floor by sign painter Ben Zion Black. He was brought from Lithuania by the congregation to paint the synagogue in the prevalent style of the wooden shuls of Eastern Europe. Decades later, the synagogues in Burlington merged, and the Hyadon building was sold several times before ultimately being converted into apartment units. Much of the painting was destroyed during the renovation, but the mural over the ark was covered by a wall and forgotten until 2012, when the lost shul mural was uncovered for the first time in nearly 30 years. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, I was wondering if you'd share a bit about the history and how these murals resurfaced. I gather that for about 25 years they had all but disappeared from view, that they were behind some sheetrock and the building went under underwent renovations, um, and that's how these were discovered? Well, they were actually discovered quite a few years ago, but, uh, well, it's, it's one single mural that survives, and... Uh, it's unique uh, in the United States and, and possibly in Eastern Europe as well. And people knew about the mural, but the building was trans had many life, different lifespans. It was a carpet store. It was a warehouse. And most recently, uh, it's an apartment building. And that was the new incarnation of the old synagogue. And they were sort of rediscovered, but not completely. They were fortunately um, enthusiastically viewed by one young man named Aaron Goldberg, who decided he had to save them. And when there was little interest 25 years ago, he had the mural boarded up for preservation. But unfortunately, it wasn't done well. So they've been... uh, they have suffered from deterioration. But about two years ago, he started again and engaged uh, a friend of his, uh, and the two of them have really initiated this campaign to save the, what we call the Lost Shul Mural. And uh, now we're going full speed ahead. We've raised uh, some $250,000. We have to raise much more to get the total job done, Uh, the job being to move the mural from where it is, where it is susceptible to further damage, and where it can't be viewed because it's in an apartment building. And the plan is to move it to the major Burlington synagogue, where it would be in the front entryway and be fully restored there, and be available to the whole community, not just the Jewish community. And I understand that this was originally painted in 1910 and it, uh, by a sign painter, or a self-described sign painter named Ben Zion Black, correct? That's, that's correct. And um, there is a, a Lithuanian story behind the story because, you know, the Jewish community was settled early in the, 1800s and 1900s by people who immigrated from shtetl in Lithuania. 
And uh, there's a little romance in the story, too, because Ben Zion Black was also a theater producer. He was a man of many talents. He was a mandolin player. And he fell in love with one of the women in one of his plays in Lithuania. And the family didn't approve, so uh, they decided to come to Burlington, Vermont, and leave him behind. But he followed, and... uh, they did live happily ever after. It is one of those happy romances and settled in Burlington. And the original mural had all kinds of musical instruments, had a blue sky with clouds and and cherubs. But we're happy to have what is left, which pictures two stately lions, the Torah, the crown, rays of light coming from above, it's quite stunning and quite brilliant, um, and we really think it is important not only as a work of folk art, which it is, but also as an educational uh, tool, because the very fact that it has survived um, neglect and, and deterioration uh, gives it a certain power. You know, in, a, in a sense, it's a metaphor for Jewish survival and for survival in in general against all odds and uh, against all the forces of nature. So we're very excited about this, and we've had a terrific response from the community so far, and we've received some grants, um, and we're still working. My involvement was I was asked to be the honorary finance chair, and you know, I think they expected me just to have my name on the letterhead, but I became so intrigued with the project that I stopped being honorary and got totally engaged, and that's where I am now. I mean, all of us who are working on this think it's it's a unique work of art, a re- unique religious work, and just a... a landmark in in the history and diversity of this country well and you mentioned community and um which is interesting that there was a very vibrant community i believe it was referred to as little jerusalem in burlington's old north end and it sounded as though there were um there were there was a lot of a, a large jewish community there were synagogues there were uh, purveyors of kosher goods, um, and all of this was at the turn of the century. So there was um, a strong sense of community and a connection um, with Jews who had emigrated from Lithuania? Yes, that's correct. And uh, Ben Zion Black also was a Yiddish scholar, which would be of interest to you. Uh, he founded a library, he had a collection of Yiddish books, So one of the reasons for the mural, which was reminiscent of murals in Lithuania throughout Eastern Europe, there were these wooden synagogues with this type of art. Sadly, as one would surmise, um, none of these survived uh, to the extent that this mural has survived. But he wanted the Jews in the new country not to forget the old country. So that was part of his mission, to continue Jewish tradition um, in Burlington, Vermont. But from what we know of him, he wasn't particularly religious, but he did believe in preserving Jewish culture. 
And where are you in the process of the restoration? Well, we are now in the process of stabilizing the mural and preparing it to be moved. So the restorer is now going over it bit by bit to make sure that when it is moved, it doesn't crack further or even fall apart. Um, We actually have to take down the roof of the synagogue uh, because it adheres right to the building. And then we have to take apart some of the entryway of the new synagogue where it will be. So it's a, it's a major undertaking. We thought we could move it in October, but a uh, conservationist at Columbia University said, you know, if, if the temperature falls below 50 degrees, it may harm it. So now we're waiting till May when we can assure that the temperature will be correct, which you never quite know in Vermont. Right. Uh, and also that every every I is dotted and every T is crossed. There's a whole team of people, you know, from um, forklifts to people who are wrapping the mural in layers to steel casing. So it's going to be a big deal, but the consequences uh, are going to be terrific. So I think it will be a gift not only to the Jewish community but to the entire larger community because you know, Burlington is not a big city, but we do have different ethnic groups, so we're going to celebrate our diversity not only in the Jewish sense but in the larger sense when this is complete. And so we're... You'd say we've finished phase one. Phase two is the move. Phase three will be further restored when it is in place at Ohabi Zedek. And then the final phase will be an educational center where we're working in conjunction with the uh, Holocaust Center at the University of Vermont. And we'll have you know uh, educational displays and programs and sort of you know use modern technology to engage people in the process. So it's all it's all very exciting and you know a lot of people thought this can't be done. You can't move this thing and is it really worth it? Um and how expensive is it going to be when all is said and done it'll cost between five hundred and six hundred thousand dollars and we've raised about two hundred and fifty six thousand. Uh, but we're proving the skeptics wrong. <laughs> and, that's, that's, uh, that's always a very satisfying feeling. And I also feel that the mural has a certain power. It draws you in. It, it asks to be restored and viewed. Well, it, it's certainly incredible that it has, you know, survived and it has, you know, been found again, if if that's a proper way of saying it. But it right. certainly, it's 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 had a, a long history, and because we're radio um, and people can't see it on the radio, um, I believe if our listeners want to learn more, they can find the, the full story, photos, and information about the project and its status at lostshulmural.org. Is that correct? That's absolutely correct, and it's been uh, written up uh, in the New York Times. It's been uh, written up or or played on uh, national public radio. 
um, and there are excerpts from that and other publications. Uh, so it's gotten a lot of attention, and uh, you can find all about it by just uh, Googling Lost Shul, Shul spelled S-H-U-L, mural, all one word, www.lostshulmural, and you'll find uh, lots of information. So we invite you to familiarize yourself with it, and um, when we finally have it up in the entryway, greeting visitors, greeting uh, parishioners is not quite the Jewish word, (laughs) greeting congregants of the synagogue, Um, you're invited to come and join us and celebrate. Well, thank you so much for um, sharing the story with us today, and we look forward to watching the progress of this, and I look forward to heading north one day soon to um, see it for myself. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Thanks again for joining us. You've been listening to Tune In, a production of the Yiddish Book Center in Amherst, Massachusetts. To subscribe to this and other podcasts, visit our website, yiddishbookcenter.org. Our producer is Sarah Bleichfeld. I'm Lisa Newman. Be well, be healthy, and tune in again soon.